welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read a double portion of the Torah called Tatsriya and Metzorah. And on Tatsriya, in the first verses, it says, On the eighth day the Torah instructs, the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. And so it's talking about circumcision, about Brit Milah, which is a covenant between the Jewish people and God from the times of Abraham Avinu. And it's interesting to note that it's on the eighth day of a person's uh, birth. So really, an eight-day-old baby has no choice if they're gonna do a Brit Milah on him or not. He, it's something that it's uh, not done out of his free will, it's done uh, out of his commitment to Hashem. And there's no question, every Jewish child on the eighth day, if he's a healthy baby, must have a, a circumcision. So why is the eternal covenant of divine manifestation granted to an infant? Uh, why is this? And also, um, we should note that when it talks about the eighth day, as we talked last week on the parish of Shemini, uh, eight represents something that it goes above the natural order of the world. It's something that is transcendental. It's something that it has no human intellectual understanding, and it's much connected to our our capacity to have faith. So. The question is, why would a baby that is completely oblivious of what's going to be done to him, he has no choice, he's taken to the shul in the morning, they're giving him wine to drink, he gets drunk, and then they do the circumcision, why uh, it has to be done in this way? Why not wait like the Muslims do till the child is 13 years old and he's considered of age and he can choose if he wants to go into the covenant or not? So here we see that there's two connections to Hashem, two different connections to God. One is called the experiential connection and the other one is called the intrinsic connection. So we have two types of, of ways of connecting to God. One, which I said experiential, is dependent on our devotion to Hashem. It's from us to Hashem. It comes from our love for God how much we learn Torah, how much we come to know Hashem, how much we, uh, we want to connect to Him. It comes from our side, from our yearning to, to connect to Him. And we fulfill the mitzvot because we love Him and because we want to be close to Hashem. And so this is an experiential type of connection. And the more mitzvahs we keep, the closer we will be to Hashem. And mitzvah, the word mitzvah comes from the word connect. And the less mitzvot we do, then the farther away we'll be from Hashem. So the way to get close to God is through our mitzvot. And the, and the way in which we get separated from Hashem is if we severe these mitzvot and we don't keep them. So the less mitzvot we keep, the less connection we have to God. So the intrinsic bond is God's connection to us. So one is from us to Hashem, the other one is from God to us. So intrinsic would be like um, uh, the love of a parent to a child. It's an intrinsic love. It's nothing, it doesn't, it, it comes from us to the child. The child has to do nothing for us to love him. It is something that is intrinsic. So while we might distance ourselves from Hashem, in reality, Hashem never distances himself from his children. So a person might be far away from the derech, far away from the way of the Torah, 
and he might be living la vida loca, eating the wrong things, doing the wrong things. He might be uh, partying all around the world and not learning Torah, not doing mitzvahs. Nevertheless, even though he feels he's far from God, Hashem is always next to him, uh, waiting for him. So it is precisely through our intrinsic bond to God that the circumcision is performed. And this is why it is done at the eighth day and not when the person can choose because it's an intrinsic bond. It comes from something much higher than our, uh, our capacity to choose to be close to God. So at this time, the kid has an intrinsic bond with God and uh, he has no choice to be connected to God because he's already connected to God. So our sages teach that it is through the mitzvah of Brit Milah that we are rewarded with three gifts. Hashem gives us three gifts because of this mitzvah, this eternal mitzvah uh, of Brit Milah. And one is the manifestation of the divine presence amongst the Jewish people. Uh, you know, we have Ashkaha Pratis, we have divine intervention, where Hashem is around us all the time. If you open your eyes, you're going to be able to see Him, you're going to be able to see His ways. And, uh, and this is one of the gifts that God gives us because we keep this covenant with Him. Then the second one, the second gift He, gift he gives us is eternal ownership of the land of Israel. This is a gift God gave us. Uh, he, it's, it's ours, it's a gift. We cannot give it away because it's not, we didn't buy it. It's, it, it was given to us. So, and the third one is the preservation of the royal house of David. So we see here that it's through our experiential connection and intrinsic bonding with Hashem that we are able to forge a two-way relationship in which the divine presence is always amongst us. So it's a, you know, when we connect to Hashem in these two ways, then we have the divine presence, the Shekhinah of God amongst us. So, and, and, and it's always there. And we're gonna feel it always with us. And we're gonna do things in our life in which we think, we feel that it is us getting closer to Him. And then we're gonna see things in our lives where we see that He gets closer to us. So the second uh, gift that He gives us is the, the giving of the land of Israel. And although the experiential and intrinsic bonds are independent of each other, they're not interconnected, each one is one on itself, uh, one strengthens the other. So when a Jew is searching for God, Hashem gives him more strength to be connected to Him. And he's going to feel Hashem even closer to Him. So when we pronounce our relationship through Brit Milah, Hashem strengthens His connection with us through the land of Israel, and this perhaps is why the land of Israel was promised to the Jewish people in reward of keeping the mitzvah of Brit Milah. This is such a strong connection, really, that if you think about it, Brit Milah has no, has no explanation. Like, really, it's crazy. If you think about it, like, what normal parent is going to take their eight-day-old baby and get him circumcised? It doesn't make any sense. It is really something that is beyond ourselves. And nevertheless, you can see Jewish people who are not religious, who, who really don't do a lot, but when their babies are born, they don't even hesitate. They go and they do breed milah on them. So as the prophet Isaiah writes, as a young man espouses a maiden, so should your children settle in you. And when we settle the land of Israel, 
God rejoices over, over us, which in turn inspires us to love him even more. So here we come to see a reciprocal love, but it begins with, with the experiential love. So when, when you want to love somebody, just give that first step, get closer to them. Show them your love, show them that you love them, show them that you care, and you're gonna see how that person is gonna be drawn back to you. So like a bride to her groom, this is experiential love because you feel the love. So when you're love, you love. So a Jew in Israel is spiritually more open to divine revelation, to more inspiration, and there are mitzvahs that can only be done in the land of Israel. For example, uh, Shemitah. Shemitah, every seven years, we, we take care of the land. We don't, we don't uh, uh, work the land. It's for one year, the farmers in Israel go on vacation because they can't do anything and they can eat from the whatever is there, but they cannot produce more. So, and this is only done in the land of Israel. So the third gift is the eternal connection to the Davidic uh, monarchy. And in Jewish tradition, we know that Mashiach, Mashiach is gonna come from a direct patrilineal descent of King David. So this is one of the signs of Mashiach. Like he has to come from the Davidic uh, monarchy. He cannot come from any other place. And in the preservation of the house of David is offered as the final reward for the mitzvah of Brit Milah. So, First, we have the divine manifestation of God, which is intrinsic bond. It comes from our father to his children. It's there, it's never gonna go away. Then we have the ownership of the land of Israel, which is experiential in which the, us, the bride, show our love to God and in reward, he shows us even more love. And then the third one, which is the coming of Messiah, merges the experiential love with the intrinsic love towards Hashem, and as we see in the prophecy, which promises that the human eye will be able to gaze upon God's very essence and merit in the merit of the Brit Milah. So to finish off, I want to tell you a story I read many, many years ago that really inspired me, it touches my heart, I still remember it. And it's the story of a rabbi that receives a call from a lady that finds his number in the yellow pages. This is in Israel. And she's uh, this Israeli woman, and she's calling this rabbi, and she says, excuse me, are you a mohel? A mohel is a rabbi that does circumcision. And he says, yes, I am a mohel. She says, I need your services. Um, I had a baby boy, and I need to, to, for him to get a brit milah. So the rabbi says, yeah, perfect, I can do it. Where do you live? She lived in Tel Aviv. He lived in, uh, in Sfat. It's a, a few hours away. And he says, okay, I'll come, tell me the date, tell me the hour, tell me the address, and I'll be there. So he goes the day that she says, and he's looking for the place. He thinks it's in a, in a synagogue. He's looking for a hall. He can't find the place. Suddenly he realizes it's in an apartment building. He goes up, he knocks on the door, and this lady opens the door for him, and she's like dressing still in a robe, and she has these rolls on her head, and the baby in her arms. And she gives him the baby, and she says to him, Look, here's the baby, please do the Brit Milah on him. I have to go to work and, um, and do the bris for him. And also I need that you stay with him till the babysitter comes because I, I won't be able to, to come before that. So the rabbi is mesmerized. He can't believe what this lady is telling him. And she leaves and he's 
stuck with the baby and he's there and he's looking at the baby and he's crying and he's crying and he can't believe that this is happening in all his history of a, as a mohel he has never encountered something like this but nevertheless he does the brit milah on the baby it, this is the proper thing for a jewish baby he does the breeze he stays with the baby till the babysitter comes and in those hours that he's waiting with the baby he's praying to heal him he's crying he's uh, blessing the baby and uh when the babysitter comes he goes he leaves so 13 years later he receives a phone call from a lady and she says excuse me are you rabbi such and such and she's and he says yes it's me you're the mohel yes that's me she says eh, i don't know if you remember me but i called you 13 years ago to come and do the breeze for my baby boy and when you came, I had to run out and go to work and you stayed with my baby and you, you did the breeze for him. And he said, yeah, how can I forget you? You're unforgettable. I've never had an experience like that in my life. What, what can I help you with? Do you have another baby? So she says, no, I don't have another baby. I just want to ask you, what did you do to my kid? So the rabbi says, I did nothing to your kid. I did a breeze. So she says, no, but you did something to my kid. What did you do to my kid? Tell me what you did to my kid. So the rabbi says, well, the hours that you left me with your baby, I, I, I prayed, I prayed to Helim, I prayed, I prayed for the welfare of your baby. I prayed that he should come, he should grow to Torah, Chupa, and Masim Tovim, and that he should be a God-fearing Jew, and he should be a Frum Jew. And, and that's what I did. So I says, now I understand. He's uh, studying now for his bar mitzvah. He's going to do his bar mitzvah and he wants to go to yeshiva. He wants to be a religious Jew. And um, so I want to invite you to the, to the bar mitzvah. So we see this is an intrinsic bond, uh, the Brit Milah. It's something that really connects a Jew to Hashem in a very special way. Uh, nobody else has this. And so in this way, we should merit to be connected to God through our actions, through our love to him, and in return receive his overflowing love and feel it and, and live with it every day of our life. So I wish you a good week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Yeah.